0: on MomCast, we love giving you information that you could use and one big thing, you'll get to it eventually yes or no, do your kids need braces? And uh, I know for me, it it kind of struck panic in my, in my heart <laughs> yes. just I knew as soon as the tea started coming in, the real ones, that oh yeah we're going to need braces, okay. oh yeah those are going to have to see an orthodontist um, <laughs> it certainly helps when you know somebody that knows somebody Right. You know what I mean? With anything that has to do with parenthood. Oh, a pediatrician. I know a really good one. Um, An orthodontist. I know two really good ones. And one name, Hutta. The Hutta family of orthodontists, Dr. James T. Hutta, who, by the way, handled my Invisalign, and Dr. Larry Hutta, who took care of Olivia's braces and made the whole process so pleasant, which sounds weird to say, about braces, um, but she couldn't have been happier the entire time. So, um, very engaging office. They have lots of activities throughout the year for the kiddos. Um, they can do an x ray right at the very beginning. And the cool thing about the HUDA family of orthodontists, they do this x ray of your hand. They can tell if you're ready for braces or not when the kids are little. No kidding. Sometimes it really benefits to start young, and other times it won't do you any good. You'll have to start all over again a couple years later. So it's important stuff, and they know the business. So do yourself a favor, com. If you go to um you can look around. You do that, right, as a mom? I do. You go online and do your due Research, sure. absolutely.
1: Word Huda, of mouth is a big thing,
0: though. Yeah, and com, you can see their offices. They, If you're in Central Ohio, they've got four convenient locations, um, free consultation and x-ray. That's a big deal because that x-ray I talked about, going to save you some money and they'll let you know the straight scoop and your straight teeth Hadafamilyortho.com. <laughs> because there's just not enough for moms to worry about today mommy it's the mom cast. really mom mommy mom you are listening mom cast and mom cast Welcome to MomCast. It's time to add just a couple more things uh, for us to worry about on our list of worries, moms. It just seems like that list gets longer and longer, and then the things that drop off as your kids get older, you add other things. So uh, it's like, uh, I'm a Libra, so it's like scales. It just stays the same, but it's always, it's like, I can't I can't keep up with all the things I need to worry about. There aren't enough hours in the day. Welcome to MomCast. We're going to wade through uh, some stuff going on, obviously, Um, We've got COVID-19, which, you know, depending on how you feel now, we know um, information for kids is pretty good, um, but a lot of things are changing. So it's it's waiting through maybe not getting to go to certain events or, you know, encouraging kids to wash their hands or encouraging kids not to be scared. I'm going to throw out, um, I work at Sunny 95 in Columbus, Ohio. That's where MomCast originates. If you go to Sunny95.com or our Facebook page, and I'll also post this on MomCast's Facebook page, there are links to all the official stuff, like from the CDC and all of that, Mm -hmm. so that you know what to do. Just, you know, again, facts, not making everybody scared, nothing like that. Um, But it does add a little crinkle um, to our spring break plans. So, um, I want to introduce our guest and then we can talk a little bit about that. Stephanie Marshall from Mind Health Counseling and Consultation is joining us. And I thought it'd be good to maybe talk to her uh, today because parents now, <laughs> I know you and I are, we're struggling. We've got the kids home, uh, but we could use a little assistance along the way. So, Stephanie, thanks for joining us. Sure, of course. What an odd time, right?
2: Yes, it is it's just very a time of uncertainty um and I don't think any of us like that.
0: Yeah, I think that's the unknown and uh, something being different that's hard for all of us. Um but especially as parents to kind of help our kids through it because not only have they never been through it. We've not been through anything like this that I can really think of. So um, I think that's why we're all kind of looking at each other and and looking for some help on how to deal with this. What are the most important things right now as a mom or dad to kind of put out there for our kids?
2: Um, I think staying calm when you're talking to your kids about it is really important. Um, Of course, you know, I think we're, we're also going through a lot of emotions but maybe processing those with another adult first um, before talking to your kids about it, I think is really important. Um, that way, when you're talking to your kids, if you are feeling overwhelmed and panicked, it's not coming across to your kids, and you can just really hear them out and, and see what they're saying and go from there.
0: Is is there anything um, anything we might expect? I mean, all kids are different, Um if if your kid asks you a tough question um, and you don't know the answer,
2: <laughs> what should you do? Uh, I think if you don't know the answer, I think it's okay to be honest and and tell them that you don't know the answer. And like you said, Stacey, this is a time of uncertainty for everybody, for all of us. Um, and I think it's okay to say that um, in a very you know calm way and not scary. Um, but I I think, depending on the age of the child, I think that they will probably grasp that if they're, you know, a little bit older, um, that you may not have all the answers and, and we're all maybe in the same boat waiting to see, um, you know, what what happens day by day. And I think, as you know, things are changing every day.
0: Yeah, there's new information. My daughter immediately likes to go to her room, you know, oh, free time, and get on her phone or her iPad or her Chromebook, um, you know, just to mess around. Um, Stephanie, let's talk a little bit about the idea of having some sort of structure, even when um, there isn't school right now. I mean, three weeks is a long time here that the kids are hunkered in.
2: Absolutely. I think it's hard for the kids and for us as parents. Um, So I think a schedule is really important um, to put together, have something to follow that is structured, talking about maybe chores, um, tech-free time. I think it's really important. I know you said your daughter likes to get on her phone, and I don't think she's the only one. I think everyone is gravitating towards the iPad, the computer. I think it's really important. I've been trying to incorporate at least two to three hours a day where there's none of that, none for them and none for me. (laughs) It's a good idea.
0: Anything else um, that you can think of that that maybe we need to be watching out for.
2: Um, I think, just like any other situation, as a parent, you're always watching uh, your children. I think, for the most part, and and looking for, making sure that they're okay. But I think in this situation, you kind of nailed it. You said we need to take care of each other. I think the role modeling is really important. Um, as all of us are at home trying to work, or you know, maybe one parent is working and the others not, or both parents are working. Um, we need to be patient with each other, um uh, be compassionate towards each other, because I think it's going to be really hard to try to work with you know the child care's closed, the schools are closed. um so just kind of showing them this is hard for everybody, but um let's be patient with each other, set realistic expectations for them and for us. Um, so let's say one day it just falls off and they're on their iPad for four hours because you had to get some work done. I don't think anybody should berate themselves for that. Just let it go. And the next day is another chance to do it again. And just keep remembering this is new for all of us. Um, so relax your expectations uh, for yourself and your kids. Um, and then the other thing I think is, you know, we're not used to not leaving the house. You know, for the most part, we really are doing the social distancing, uh, which I think will help children uh, to feel safe. Um, so maybe, you know, do some board games, watch a movie together, just talk to each other. I think that is really important right now. Um, and we are kind of all, you know, put to, you know, in the house together. So I think that's a good thing to do. And then just limit your, and just don't over consume the social media. Um, I think the first line for defense as adults and as kids is just less social media right now. And I think that will help with your mental health, just not looking at the social media all the time. Um, I know, you know we need to be aware. We need to watch the news. That's really important. Um, but I think limiting that so you stay mentally sane during all of this. Um, and then also finally, uh, Stacy and Bobby, I think calling your family and friends. I think we're so used to texting and, and doing it that way. But pick up the phone and call. Call your family. Call your friends. Have your kids FaceTime their grandparents um, I mean I think I've talked more on the phone the last seven days than I have in like the last two to three months if you want you know, <laughs> me to be honest <laughs> I feel
0: right now that I'm in the middle of my biggest parental fail ever mm-hmm. I made a bad decision and um, I went uh, based on what I knew um, I'm gonna talk and no offense to anybody because um, Heather, I know your daughter is discussing this and it'll be interesting, Stephanie, to see if your kids are talking about this too. Um, my daughter asked to be on TikTok and she's 13 and she's pretty responsible with social media. Well, I shouldn't say social media. I don't let her really on anything. She is on Instagram and I monitor that. I'm on her account. So I allowed her to go on TikTok. Um, TikTok is so many seconds their videos, people lip-syncing. They're often very funny. Um, they're quick hits. And can any age is on here. I mean, like from 13 on, I believe, but I think there's even some younger kids yes. on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I follow her, and she has a private account. So I thought I was good um, in that regard. Um, what's going on? And, and I'm going to leave it there right now. Heather, tell me what's happening at your house as far as that goes with TikTok. Sure.
1: I'm pretty liberal, I will say, with the... Um, usage online i think it's good to expose them and they ask questions and that's kind of how we've done it but there are of course limits (laughs) but i am dealing with an eight and a half year old so we got a while until we're 13 and she is campaigning she's a very good negotiator Mm -hmm. and i explained to her that i'm actually having a focus group today on the podcast Mm -hmm. because of her so she felt thrilled but i think she took that as a positive like yes it's happening and i said actually no i'm going to get some expert advice because I've been liberal with everything and I don't this is the first time I've really felt like there's a negative like warnings 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 and that's interesting to me because YouTube is can be terrible yeah why is TikTok I guess the, the I know it's the newest trend but, but why is there such a fear for parents at least I'm feeling that there's kind of a fear of letting your kids on
3: yeah I, I think it's a real fear I and Heather, I have a nine year old. She is the same way. Negotiator, <laughs> ne- trying to yeah. get that, you know, get it. Well, and she's very logical, has great reasoning. And I think it's easy for parents to feel like they maybe should let them. Because um, I, I kind of like that you're liberal in one way, because I think if you're too strict, then it makes it more mm-hmm. appealing. Right. Right. Um, but then it's like a balance, I think, um, between both, because it, I think it's a very real fear. I'm afraid myself. Um, TikTok, I guess, was banned in India last year, Um, maybe Indonesia as well. Um, So I think the biggest fear is predators. Um, That's one that I've heard. Um, I think initially it was like you said, Stacey, it was a good app is what I've heard. My sister-in-law is a school counselor in the area. And she said initially it was great. But now it's not. Like, I think there's some real fears behind it. Um, I'm hearing there's hidden messages in the videos um, being uploaded by predators and adults are not able to understand the codes or, or whatever it is that's coming from these videos. But the children can Uh, which I think is scary. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there are kids on there under age 13. For sure. uh huh, And they're not verifying right. that age. They're lying. Um, so I think, you know, I, I kind of heard it put best as putting your child in a glass box. So they can see everything that's being put out, even though your privacy setting is saying that, you know, that you are that they're safe from the predators. Um, So the predator might not be able to see your child, but I think the children can still see everything. Pornography, possibly. I mean, that is just scary. Thank you
0: for saying that, because Mm -hmm. I put. Live on. I let her do it because she's just like your daughters. And I applaud the fact that she's a good negotiator and she makes a case for herself and she lets me do a little homework because I did. Mm -hmm. I did my homework. I'm in a media. I mean, I'm in a job. I have to be on this stuff. Right. So I did my homework and thought it was harmless because what videos you like or whatever, you get more of those. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought, well, private account, she can only only the people that she allows And I have to approve the people she allows can see her stuff. But you're right. It doesn't keep her from seeing other things. And some of the things are completely inappropriate language wise, content wise. I don't even want to get started on predator wise because I don't even want to go there in my mind. But here's what I will say. I noticed as as opposed to every other thing, like oh, kids who have screen time, blah blah blah, you know. And well, okay, but I can limit that. And she's a, an A student, and blah blah blah. Right? Can I tell you the blah blah blah? After I allowed TikTok, was my A student fell to a B and a C student? Whoa! She lost focus, um, her language, and her gesturing, and everything started changing things that she thought still at 13 okay well I'm seeing it there that must be appropriate not appropriate Mm -hmm. I mean to the point where I was like oh my god what did you just do or what did you just say where is this coming from so it was manifesting itself in a way that I was very it's been not a positive situation and so it's gone okay um and I, I try not to embarrass my daughter too much. So I don't want to give away too much. But I took her off. She went back on. And I saw it. And I don't know what she was thinking since I'm following her, you know. And she's only <laughs> got like 15 followers. <laughs> and I had, she had gotten all A's again. And I said, she said, Mom, do you think? And I said, I made a promise to you. So yes. But, in, but I went in and looked then because I trusted her and saw she had posted things previous to that and how it already been. So within that time frame, I took her off the next morning. I said, oh, by the way, you're off. And no, I'm always three steps ahead of you. You know, Um, she went on again. So she I made her go off, but not delete. I made her delete everything and delete her account. And we're done with it for right now till further notice we're out and it was more the effects of and and i would love i'm pretty liberal i will say and this isn't you shouldn't let your kid do it i just can say in our situation for a kid that's a straight a student and pretty responsible about stuff this did not go well and i'm feeling shame on me For thinking that I could let her do it, I needed to go with my gut and say, you know what, let's wait a little while longer. Because social media, because I'm so much into it with my job, scares me. And I want to keep her out of it. And we had a long conversation. I don't want to keep her out of it because I'm a mean mom. I want to keep her out of it because the effects of it can be devastating. We started going through and she said something about being TikTok famous which you'll find all kids think is the road to riches and happiness once they get in there. Let's go look at a few people who are, in quotations, TikTok famous. And I started reading some of the responses to someone who was considered beloved. And I let her read out loud what some of the comments were and how awful they were and how negative and how, you know, how would you feel if someone said this you and you know I saw the you know the color drain and the little teary-eyed if someone, one of my friends said that to me I'm like Liv we're not this is what I'm pr- trying to protect you from yes in all honesty homework or work we can work on we can work on making mm-hmm. that balance but at her age to put herself out there in a glass box so to speak and allow The repercussions of that and to base who you are at that age, starting to kind of find yourself and I want her to find herself. I want her to find herself without getting a comment every step of the way Mm -hmm. from someone out there who wants to be a hater, because that's coming soon enough, as we all know, in life, like bullying at 13. Mm -hmm. I just I see no reason to put her through that right now. She's not up for it yet. And it so that's this is me sharing my experience. And if you listen to MomCast, you know, I'm usually not the negative Nelly about anything. But honestly, this was not a good experience for us and yeah. not good for my daughter. OK, my child in this situation. Well, it sounds
3: like you went I and mean, you took the right steps quickly, which is like great. I know you said you feel bad. I but blew that. Yeah, you blew it. But you didn't. You know, you you took the steps, though. Can I ask, like, what was the timeline like from when, you know, she started to the kind of decline? It was a trimester.
0: Wow. We did it for and I kept yeah. giving her opportunities. Um, live, wow. and just I mean, everything like, hey, Liv, come down and get something. I have this for you. She ignore you. Ten minutes later. Liv. What, mom? I mean, genuinely what, mom? Honey, are you listening to me? Yeah. Were you talking to me? And she would have answered me. And I'm like, do you, where, where are you? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm off in a TikTok video somewhere, you know? And when we go, we'll go do things together. And she's back there doing a dance behind me, which I kind (laughs) of joke about. But it's the, it's like there are blinders on. Sure. And it's, it's all about that. And, you know, to get the likes and to, even with a private account um, and there was some, it looked at some point like she, switched the type of account it was oh, wow. so that's scary it is right. she knows how to do that oh, oh well definitely so she sad. does she's very yeah. savvy in that regard mm-hmm. so um i gave it that amount of time but then when all this happened i lost my mind honestly use that as you would i mean i would never ever as you know tell anyone how to parent i just know in my situation And, you know, I like to think I do my homework and know my kid. I did not. And I would just use caution in that regard. And definitely, I'm more a fan of let them do it if you feel inclined to, Mm -hmm. but make sure you are monitoring. And I thought I was monitoring enough. (laughs) I was not even close to monitoring enough. But you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Now I know that, you know, I've never been a Budinsky mom. I mean, I I try to monitor in the fashion I feel, and I'm one of those that oh, I see her doing something. Okay, that's not worth. You got to give them right. S- a you have to give them a little rope, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but in this case, mm, mm-hmm. I'm not there. There, there is no wiggle room anymore, and I'm not saying we won't do it again. But life will be different if
3: and when we do. Well, and it sounds like it affected her in so many ways negatively, mm-hmm. which is not obviously not good. And they say like it, it is not good for your IQ, like if you're constantly on it. And then let's not even talk about like addiction. I feel like, you know, it's addictive. Oh, my all gosh. is addictive.
0: Can I tell you just being on it because of her? I'm addicted. Mm-hmm. I watch it all the time. And I just thought this morning I need to delete that. But what I tell myself is no, because I keep checking to see if she might be back on or using different names or, you know, but but I also look at it mm-hmm. and I need, I can tell you it's addictive. In what way? It's fun. I mean, there are okay. really some good things on there, but there are some horrible things. There are horrible things like, you know, kids want to ambush their parents with things. There are songs out there that have like the most horrific lyrics in them that you could possibly imagine with all the language that mm. you would just shudder at and kids will like do the little dance and they'll say watch my mom she's completely clueless and mom's there and then when the words come up mom's ambushed and like what the you know and, and then they stop it you know and then <laughs> they get a funny. million likes <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it's kind of funny right but then you have more kids doing it you have kids you know um declaring their um sexual orientation mm on tiktok
1: they're asking for attacks from people that's right and but they're doing it in front of a parent or someone who they
0: and they think it's fun to get their anguished or whatever response so again i'm not it you do what you like to do it's not that and there are some filters you can use but i just for us we're out right now we're, we're sure. not doing it right
1: now. This, yeah. see, I didn't realize this is how it works. And I, my daughter said yesterday, I'm gonna film you and do a prank on you and you won't even know I'm filming you. That's what she's talking about, isn't it? She's gonna ambush mm-hmm. me. And I didn't know what she was saying. Cause we, I, I'm, I'm ignorant.
3: <laughs> no, I think we all are. I then I, something like that happened to me. And I said, what are you talking about? You know, I didn't quite understand it either because I'm used to these other social media like Facebook and Instagram right. and, and those work differently this I think is kind of different and I don't know much about it to be honest as much as you know those other popular social media accounts that even I think the, you know our generation uses right right, right,
0: right. Mm-hmm, and this sure. is more to get to become TikTok famous and and that's kind of the fun part about it there are people that are very talented and clever and creative and they make really fun things um and some of the dances are really fun because everybody tries them. People of all ages will do them, and I enjoy that's seeing funny. Them. <laughs> that those are fun. But then there's this whole other side of it. So I yeah. think it did start out in a really positive way, and it's becoming uh, you just something you need to know. And I learned that early on because I, you know, she just started and she created a little. She did one of the you know hip dances and said, "Done." While my mom was in the room and she doesn't even know. Now, mm. she didn't show me. But I immediately walked over and went, by the way, if you ever ambush me or put me on or do any of that, Mm -hmm. bye-bye. So I immediately put the kibosh on that. Okay. Um,
1: See, what I didn't realize, because my... I was curious if your daughter has um, interacted with YouTube. But see, it's not really an interaction. It's more of a viewing. She does. Okay. See, because my daughter uh, watches YouTube and we won't allow her to be, uh, have her own YouTube channel, which she's been campaigning for for over a year. And she... Has been filming videos on my phone with my help because she's got in on my phone, she's got her own channel. It's just not being released because she's not allowed to have one. But she's very good. Mm-hmm. She wants to be famous on YouTube. So that's what I didn't realize about TikTok that you're actually posting. So she can post on TikTok, whereas YouTube, she's just watching.
0: Now you can make it private. Okay. So that is one safe way for yes. people not to see her videos. Okay. But that's going to defeat her purpose Mm -hmm. as a kid but but I you know you can do that okay but then what they see is the trickier thing to try and because you know Liv explained it to me well if you like a certain video then you'll see more of those it's Uh like for you you'll there's this one mode you go in and that's the only mode I've been in which was for you now once you start you know and I thought I was seeing all of it Mm -hmm. clearly I, I was not so I'm speaking even still from a limited portion. There are other things you can look at. Just because you have a private account doesn't keep you from looking at everything else that's public. That's right. Exactly. That's good. But as far as posting something, because I was worried about predators and stuff. I thought I was keeping her safe in that regard um, by keeping her account and what she posts private. Because only 12, 13 people, all aged 13 except for mom, see it. Can they share that, though? That's what I told her. That's Ugh. where it gets tricky. Okay. Or that they, I don't know. I said they can just save that on their phone, right? Yes. And then if they you put it something, because that's what I always tell her.
3: You put something out there, expect it's out there for the rest of your life. So. And the seeing part, it's like if they see something, you know, the biggest thing I think is they can't unsee it. That's right. Yeah, and, and that is just terrifying to mm-hmm. me. hmm You can't take it back. You cannot remove that. And that's just sad, actually, I think. Along with, I mean, we haven't even touched this bullying. Right. I mean, bullying at school already happens. But my husband and I were talking, we were saying it's like social media, bullying can, it's like 24-7, possibly.
0: And here's my biggest fear about that. And maybe you can talk to this. You know, I can't, I might fall asleep in the middle of the night, which I'm supposed to. But, you know, she wakes up and goes and does something and somebody says something or she sees that something's happened and she thinks it's the end of the world. Yeah. And that's what terrifies me the most is that something like that happens. And for for a kid, it's the end of the world. They don't view things the way we do that. Oh, this is going to pass or whatever. It's the end of the world. And I'm not there to say, honey, this is gonna be okay, or I'm sorry that happened, or anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Something could happen before I even know about it, in other words. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? I this totally is what know what leads you mean. To yes.
1: kids um hurting themselves Way. or mm-hmm. worse, it's because they're either A, afraid to tell, or B, they feel like they don't um like they're alone in yes. that and they feel attacked. And that I think is contributing to kids hurting themselves. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, but sure sh- just from uh, I don't remember this being an issue when we were younger. Yeah, like, yeah. Hurting because I yourself. don't
3: think yeah. it was as much because we had a break when we went home after school, right? Like mm-hmm. that bullying, I felt like kind of w- at least would taper off or you're stop. You're in a safe place. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. no, but now, like you said, Stacey, it could be in the middle of the night. And what are you supposed to do with that? But I will say communication. I feel like both of you guys are doing that, like keeping that open communication. You're on the accounts. You're following them. That all helps. Like, I think they're. You know, our parents out there, I mean, they're busy that they may not know. That's, I think, where it could be problematic. Well, you know, and that you communication
0: know, is so important. Right. She comes to all my friends are on it. Oh, and, yeah. And I see that they are. And all oh. my friends are on uh, Snapchat. And because mm-hmm. I wouldn't let her on Snapchat because I thought Snapchat was the worst app. Sure. <laughs> Between the two. It's like the baby uh, now. I, I I was, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't let her on either. I wouldn't. I let her on, you know, TikTok at first. Well, now she's not on either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm like, well, you know, maybe I better go back and take a closer look at Instagram. <laughs> I don't have to worry about Facebook because she thinks that's just for old people. So we're Isn't
3: good that there. funny? Yeah, <laughs> She bullet. doesn't want any part of Facebook. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, I mean, her that's the harder thing, I think, as moms for us to deal with. Yes. In that regard, when they ask, is when you know all the kids are, in fact, all her friends are on it.
1: That's the mm-hmm. modern day peer pressure. It, it,
3: absolutely. Right.
1: And uh, we don't I don't quite understand it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but, you know, it's we gave her a phone, but it's not a good phone. It's my old phone and she can text just immediate family. So we're trying to give her inches. But I think sometimes I forget she's eight because kids are growing up differently. They're yes. they're smarter, mm-hmm. faster. And so I feel like she's 13. But in reality, her brain, like you said, Stacy, is not able to process those things at eight, even though she seems mature. Right. That could destroy her. That stuff
3: uh, can eat away at that self-esteem. Absolutely. I feel the same way because yeah. I have a nine-year-old and I, I feel the same. Like you, you forget they are only eight or nine. And you think about how we were as eight or nine. Yeah. It just it's so different. Not the now. same. So different.
0: I think, for me, I've realized, and, and there have been other issues, I've been okay with it. I have to be okay with her being mad at me. Exactly. And I have to be okay with her being mad at me for a while. Yes. Um. You know, and, and I've never been the mom that says, I need to be your friend. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I try to fall in the middle of that, and I try to, you know, let her know I'm the mom, and mm-hmm. this is, you know... We're going to have you can we can discuss things. But at the end of it, um, I know we differ. I have the decision at the end of that conversation. Um, But I am throughout all of this. I'm getting more closed Mm -hmm. off. I'm feeling like I needed to do more because I just I see it now. I see the things that at school, how maybe they affect her or things with friends or with boys and all the stuff that 13 year olds are waiting through. She doesn't need this. Mm -hmm. And as I'm going back to my original, I'm keeping her out of this as long as I can. And now the bell has been rung. So you can't really unring the bell, as they say, but I'm
3: sure going to, if it comes back, limit it. Yeah, absolutely. And not feel bad about it. Yeah. And I think that's very important. What you said about not feeling bad. I think, uh, you know, parents today, we feel you hear what someone else is doing, maybe like as a parent. Oh, should should I be putting my child in that? Because, you know, you want to kind of keep up maybe a little bit. You know, let's be real. And so I think it's important, like what you're saying, Stacey, just. Really think about what's best for you and your family. And you said it earlier just because you're doing it, that doesn't mean another parent has to do the same thing. Right. No, you know, we're would, all
0: different. I would never say that. There would be kids right now that are doing very well on there and have no issues with it. I, exactly. I believe that. Yep. I do. I'm not sure um, parents maybe know everything that's happening there, but anything's like that. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Anything's like that. It's
3: just for me getting a small taste. That's my decision for my kid. And role modeling right like what are we doing when we're at home i catch myself too mm-hmm. hey mom look at this drawing i made you know and hold on i gotta get this work email sent back and then i feel bad why did i do that why did i ignore them for a minute and and, and i think that's something we should all be cognizant of um just how much time are you on your phone how much time are you on social media because you think they're not watching, they're always watching us. All the you know, our children are watching us twenty four seven.
1: Right, I totally agree. This is a problem at our house. I'm not a phone person. In fact, I left it here yesterday, and uh, I survived. And it was still on my desk when I got here, and
3: <laughs> and was so, okay, right? Proof
1: that you don't need it. And I'm not a big. Uh, stare at it um and i do judge people at the park who are on it and their kids are playing and i'll admit it 100 percent uh because i'm out there swinging them and i'm climbing on the jungle gym and i don't i've never understood why what's more important than that unless you're texting an emergency situation but uh that's just me Mm -hmm. and i my husband is the opposite he's the one who cannot look away and they know that And they don't even bother to engage him. They're on me. And he said, well, why don't you just tell him to go play? But they're used to my engagement, eye contact. And so this has been a constant struggle. So he'll get grumpy when they're on their tablets too long. And I said, look at what you're doing all day. And then you're telling them they can't. To me, that's hypocritical. Yes.
3: And do you think that's also, just throwing it out there, a male-female difference? I don't know. I kind of think it is a a male-female difference. What do you guys think?
0: I kind of do. We both, I mean, I I am on it and I have to do the same. I have to consciously put it down because I do want her to be engaged with me and if I tell her she's not on it then you know, like she and I now go down and we're on the treadmill and she's on the elliptical and
2: we're dancing
0: and listening to music and and trying to come up with alternative things to do but if we go out you know my husband will say Liv phone away and then he'll have it there and sometimes I will and I have to put it away and then I kind of just look at him like hi remember us? Uh We you know, and, and I think it is harder. I, I don't think they're meaning no, not bad n- to do it or to, you know, leave everybody out. It's easy to have it there and to look at. And, and it's if you addicting. look around, mm-hmm. yeah, we go out to dinner on weekends. If you look around, everybody. everybody's on it. And you kind of, you're just like, wow. You know, and it's a reminder to you if you remember to look up. You
3: know, that's <laughs> really right. of it that's is. Right. is, if you is guilt, like mom guilt. Yeah. Oh. I don't think dads have it as much. I'm not saying they don't no, have it. No, I don't think they right? do. You're but right. I think maybe they it's give like, themselves oh, a break. Exactly. Like, oh, I shouldn't be on my phone. I'm going to put it down. Like you said, consciously. Right. You're thinking about it. I think that's some of it too.
0: Yeah. I think the mom guilt can keep us all up at
3: night. I don't think dads typically, I'm not,
0: not always, they may, but typically dads aren't the ones lying there awake going, oh Right, God, did I ruin her? You know, I mean, I don't think they are. And that's probably good. We probably could be a little more like that. Exactly. But, I uh, always I think the same it thing. It might we throw could. the balance of life off. <laughs>
3: that's right.
0: <laughs> I yeah. don't know.
3: Well, maybe maybe it keeps each other in check, right? Like having sure. like that, the woman. Well, Stephanie, like if, if
0: someone has a question, because you do, you counsel moms. Yes. Moms. And this might be something that moms are struggling with, Um, and this would be if you're in the Columbus area, um, or I know we mentioned you can go online and
3: and do that sort of thing in Ohio. Right. Anywhere in Ohio, I can do um, like teletherapy, um, and then I have an office in Hilliard. And how can people reach you? And we'll put this up on Facebook. Sure. Thank you. Um, They can reach me at 614-535-8696. And then I also have a website, um, www.mindhealthcolumbus.com. I love what I do. I love working with moms. I mean, this, our conversation today is very similar to like the conversations I have with my moms. And we are all struggling with the same things, the exact same things. Um, But I think we forget that because we don't talk about it and we feel scared to, you know, let other moms know and mom friends know that uh, we're doing this um, and we're, you know, are we doing it right? Are we, kind of like what you two were saying, you guys are different with how you approach social media. I think sometimes there's a fear of judgment. Um, so I think it's important that we that we talk to each other and we're friends with each other and we're all in this together.
0: Well, and that's really why MomCast is here too. I mean, that's just to,
3: to be a sounding board.
0: Also, as I say that... Um, And Heather, you can let everybody know where they find us and all that. But um, also, if you get a chance this week, we'd love your response to this. Um, Have you gone through this with any social media platform? It doesn't matter. Um, YouTube or, you know, maybe you've been able to maneuver TikTok really well. Uh, Again, there's no judgment there. Uh, I would love to hear it. And I think we'd all love to hear your stories, uh, what you've gone Mm -hmm. through with this, if anything, or any questions that you might have. Um, we're always open for that on our okay. Facebook page, the MomCast Facebook page.
1: Absolutely. And we also have an email address as well. And that is hello at com. And we also just very much appreciate you listening. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to MomCast and rate and review. And that helps us out. And we appreciate it.
0: Wash your hands. <laughs>